0: Hello everybody welcome back to another bonus episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. I am the host that is not tired after a very long work of day, Chris. I'm the other host, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my friend. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Are you still in Chicago, right? A right. few more days. Yep. A few more days. You return on the 20-something? Well, Yes, it's the 20-something. The 20-something. Canal, Something. So let's just not give everyone yes. your location. Uh... <laughs> By the time this airs, I will still be here at this location. <laughs> awesome. Now, I'm enjoying Chicago. Yeah. I know I don't ask you very much about the weather, but how is it? Is it, is it actually windy? Yes. <laughs> so it was 90 degrees two days ago, and today okay. it was in the 50s or 60s. It dropped drastically with the turning Excellent. of the season. Excellent. That sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah, sure. It's cold. <laughs> Did you pack accordingly? Did you bring a heavy uh, jacket? Yeah, I didn't bring a heavy jacket because I okay. won't be here in October, but I, yeah. Fair enough. I do well, pack appropriately for the region I'll be in. I see. Speaking of October, are you getting ready? I'm super excited. I'm, I'm excited too. Uh If you don't know what we're referring to, if you haven't listened to our previous episode, uh we're going to do a special Halloween themed month, obviously. Oh, are we? We'll be doing three horror-themed science fiction shows. I don't think we've decided on the fourth thing. We've, oh, we have. We did? I don't remember. But oh, we, we haven't. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> We haven't decided on anything. I have. Oh. What did you decide on? Hit me. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. I got DM'd. A listener suggestion. Okay. Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. But unfortunately, I'm, I think I've seen this movie. Well, it says it's a series. There's a short film that it is based on. So we can we can check out whichever ones. we'll be watching either the short film or the television show. Have you seen the short film? You believe? I'm fairly certain I've seen this short film. But we'll find out. If we haven't, if I haven't, then we'll watch the short film. If I have, then we'll okay. watch the TV show. Original Network Space Channel. Yeah. This channel primarily broadcasts speculative fiction and related programming. <laughs> of course. Excellent. I, I eagerly anticipate. Well, the best part about October... Is that September is the month before it. There's so many things happening in October. (laughs) But today is, I believe, the second to last Lower Decks episode for the month of September. It is the last Lower Decks episode for the month of September. Well, no, because the 30th is next year. And then we release it on the 1st. Oh, yes. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, October also has my birthday in it. It also has FP Fest 2021. Yes. It's going to be a big month. It's gonna be a big month that was it I, I hit you twice and you asked for more and but, I couldn't give it oh well it's my anniversary so I will be eager oh yeah I wouldn't remember that celebrating two years of marriage with my beautiful wife but let's no, actually talk that. about uh <laughs> let's actually talk about the thing that we are gonna pot about today lower decks season 2 episode 7 where pleasant fountains lie hit me with that blurb Mariner and Boimler are stranded on an uninhabited planet with a sentient computer. On the Cerritos, Lieutenant Commander Billups must prove his engineering abilities to an old adversary. Adversary? Adversary. Adversary. Your pick. On IMDb, it is sitting at 8.1. I think it is the highest rated episode this season. Can confirm. Excuse me, 8.2. Since we've been talking, it has gone up slightly. 8.2. Like in 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> the highest rated episode from season one. Settled at 8.9. Okay. And a follow-up of 8.3. So this is right up there with, supposedly, right up there with the best episodes of season one. And it, it may settle down a little lower, but uh, it seems to be coming out strong. Yes. Well, Anthony. Yeah. I think this episode, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and step on your corner just a little bit. For you, a do moment, you, you do it. You do it. If you don't mind. I'm going to throw you the ball. Okay. I'm the quarterback okay, right. right now. I'm drawing uh, up a play. Sure. Okay. Football. Here comes the sports metaphor. Here's my pass. I think this is the best episode of this show that I've seen so far because it does something that I think Star Trek sometimes doesn't exactly get right, which is combining an A story and a B story. Sometimes it works really well, sometimes it's meh. But I think that taking two different plots, two A story plots, this is like uh, the Return of the Archons from the original series, right? Hmm. Uh, where you have a sentient computer that's in control of the population, but then you have the weird culture that somehow is spacefaring—that's <laughs> a bunch of humans—and it manages to marry these two these two concepts together. I think rather well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that little ball to you, and I'm gonna let you go for it. I follow you. Something about the A story and the B story flow together very well, and coming across a group of humans that are basically a monoculture. Yeah. 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 It does all those things. I agree. No. So, what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, I think this is the best instance of Star Trek combining old, like not outdated, but like we've seen this, both of these stories before, right? Like we know. Mm, Yeah. Like, yeah. But they managed to tell those stories in such a different and interesting way. I just think they do a really good job of it. I think it's the best Lower Decks has done in that regard. This is the best classic trek episode that lower decks has done this might be the best episode of classic trek i've ever seen (laughs) i wouldn't necessarily disagree with that (laughs) and it it is standing on the shoulders of what comes before but that doesn't make it any worse or, or lesser this is one of the best episodes of star trek i've ever seen it's amazing it is fantastic episode top tier 10 out of 10 i laughed so much very consistently, like there wasn't like a big payoff laugh like there was with the, some of the other jokes or stingers that they've had. This was a just a great consistent level of joking. Boimler pulls one over on Mariner, been waiting 17 episodes for that. We got Jeffrey Combs. Combs. I mean, got, Combs. It's Combs. It's Combs. I'm sorry. We got Jeffrey Combs. Love Jeffrey Combs. He uh, previously played... Three thing. or four of my favorite characters in Star Trek. Uh, I think the list... I pulled up the list here. Uh, Wayne 5, Wayne 7, Weiyun 8, <laughs> Brunt FCA. And I know you played a character, I believe, in Enterprise that I have yet to see. Yes, assuming think he plays an Andorian? an Andorian? I believe he plays an Andorian in Enterprise. I need to rewatch Enterprise. It's on the docket after Voyager. Most appearances... As a non-main cast member, I think in all of Trek. Uh, I guess if you don't count the computer voice, sure. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and his character is fantastic. I thought he was just going to be at the beginning, like when he—I he, recognized his voice right away—and then I thought he was just going to be in the little the like cold the, open. But no, yeah. he's consistent antagonist throughout the episode. Man, is it awesome! <laughs> Billups protecting his virginity <laughs> with everything he can is such the opposite of Uh, (laughs) of jordy who just can't seem to get rid of it uh, (laughs) uh, oh no i hope they never end up on a deserted island together (laughs) oh the two of them no yeah (laughs) no how did you feel about the monoculture? The, the Rinfair types. Yeah, yeah. He's like the, the planet that was inhabited by <laughs> by the, the Rinfair. The dragon was it? Dragon's blood or what was it that they had in the the antimatter I mean, chamber? I, dragon's breath. The dragon's, dragon's breath, breath drive. Yeah. The tr- uh, tr- tr- <laughs> tr- oh man! I guess that's. I is that like a meta joke about all the people that dress up in Trek uniforms and go to Renaissance fairs? No, like... I think it's just a joke about, I think it's a joke about the original series where they're like, go visit some humans, but they're ancient Greek or whatever. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah. a I think it's a <laughs> reference to that. And of course my favorite, I don't, it's not really a reference, but my favorite character from this episode, and I think they're my favorite character because of where they draw inspiration from has to be Billup's mother, the queen. Oh, she has got the, the Waxana Troy vibe. Oh, through and through. She's like turned it to eleven. Like oh, you yeah. can't go past ten, but she somehow made it to eleven. If she doesn't show up <laughs> in an episode at least once a season, <laughs> I'm gonna be upset. I'll riot. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll join f- a picket line. I'll bring the signs and some <laughs> some waters so we can keep what the do we chanting want? up. Billup's mom. <laughs> I can't I don't even remember her name. <laughs> see if i can find it queen uh, queen billups because billups is his last name that makes perfect sense voiced by june diane Raphael. let me see what else she's been in year one long shot forgetting zara marshall so some comedies that makes sense that makes sense all right well great performance by her the muppets oh she was in the muppets oh okay two episodes oh good good funny or die a lot of stuff okay sure yeah sure anyways bill's mom great (laughs) bill's mom's fantastic this had the best single line joke or at least my favorite single line joke the (laughs) i'll have to do a diagnostic from the bottom up you can (laughs) you can diagnostic my bottom up (laughs) (laughs) i think my favorite one-liner was um these resonators are degrading all over the fleet because of Resonance. Because <laughs> of all the resonance. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think, you know, I th- he's got a point. He's got a really good point. Yeah. Did you notice how they called their chief engineer the chief blacksmith? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently the, the, the uh, minstrel pulls a riff, and I didn't recognize it at first. I had to go back and listen to it because I, I read a thing. Uh, that is like the original series, like danger combat noise. Oh, like, a, like that one of their canned... Music stings or something. He's riffing it. Excellent. (laughs) Fantastic. Another fun part about this episode is that it does what Next Gen, I think, did really well, mainly because it had the bigger budget so you could do this, but where they would give not necessarily one-off characters... I don't want to say that Billups is the O'Brien of this episode from next gen. Mm. Like when they first like kind of like he was on the ship from the beginning. But, you know, starting the later seasons, they started giving more of a role. I'm failing to come up with another character like that, you know? I mean, he's been around. Right, right. No, he's like he's part of the crew. But he's not really. Yeah, he's not really the bridge crew. He's not really the lower decks. Yeah, I get you. But whenever like because it's focused on him for the story, right? Yeah. It's a Rutherford story but it's really about billups so i guess a barkley like not in how barkley is like yeah it could whatever, be like a but, barkley episode i get yeah. that yeah paul Shear plays billups since this is i think the most we've heard him speak i don't know if you remember mm-hmm. who paul Shear is yes famously excellent we didn't give him enough credit i think in any of the other episodes but thanks paul yeah he is i mean yeah it's fantastic <laughs> fantastic i just i was just imagining when he's going on about his virginity, I, it wasn't Billups for me. It was just like it was just it was like, here. <laughs> Yeah, and I was I was like, yes, this is what I wanted. Thank you. Did you like their ship? I did. I kept wanting to pause it and look at it some more, but I didn't have the time. How did you feel about it? It looked vaguely enough like the that one stock model they would use in next gen. The plague ship. I don't know if you remember that thing. Mm, um, maybe I don't, I'm not sure. It's probably not on memory Alpha yet. Where the pleasant founds lie. Yeah, they don't show the ship. What are they called? The peoples? The Hyperians? Hysterians? Hysterians. I don't remember. I just had a lot of Pal- semblance. Paolona. Paolona. Paola- Paolana? Palana. P a P-A-O-L-A. o l a n a. P a o l a. Hesperia. Hesperian. There it is. I knew I. Yeah. I knew I had it. No, I thought it was really cool. It had like the long kind of deck, kind of the bigger bulbous aft section. But it's like all tricked out and gold and etched. Yeah. Well, they're very rich. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was getting a lot of um, like not Warhammer, but kind of Warhammer 40k vibes, like kind of like the floating, you know what I'm talking about? Like the knights in space kind of thing. Well, it's I mean, uh, yeah, there. any knights in space are compared to Warhammer eventually, yeah. right? I just can't think of any off the top of my head that other than Warhammer. So if there are, sorry, I apologize. And Andarithio. And Andarithio? And Dorothea. I don't know how to pronounce Billups' first name. (laughs) It's, it's, I'm not even going to try. I like it. It's great, but I'm not even going to try. I'm out on that. I'm out on it. Uh, You should watch this episode. This episode is amazing. Do you recommend 10 out of 10? I think the 8.1 is too low. I'm sorry, 8.2 is too low. I've already rated it a 10. Yeah. So on IMDb, like I logged into my IMDb account. Did you? and rated the the episode a 10. So. Do you do that with every episode? No. <laughs> but this one really this one really deserves it, so I did it. I don't even have an IMDb account, so <laughs> I really felt that season 1 the last 3-4 episodes were where the season was strongest and the show was strongest. If they can pull that off again with the back half being better than the first half, I'll be be very 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 happy. I am super excited for next week, man. Not only am I going to be home, we're gonna watch more lower decks. It's gonna be dope. We are gonna watch more lower decks. It's gonna be amazing. I've said all I need to say. Fair enough. We just want to say thanks everybody for listening. If you this is your first time listening, you know, thanks. Yeah, this uh, was not a our great main. first episode. This was <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we geeked no. out for a few minutes and then it was yeah. It's the perfect first episode because every first episode is perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll find our bad ones for you later. <laughs> we release our mainline episodes every Monday. You can reach out to us if you'd like to on social media but we really just want to say thanks for listening stay healthy stay hydrated and uh protect your virginity with all your strength don't accept more responsibility than you feel comfortable with bye guys bye Thank you for beating me to it. <laughs> well, you, you paused and you did everything else, so I just thought oh, I'd jump in. No, I was, I was totally going to say it, but you got it. Thank you. You're, well, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It makes the outro better. <laughs> everything that's quickest on DoorDash is Mexican food. Do you know what Mexican food tastes like in the Midwest? Corn. Garbage. I yeah. mean, like you, can, I could get like Chipotle or something, but that's not really Mexican food. They have uh, brisket now, apparently. Oh, really? I went to the barbershop today. How do you, how do you oh, think? I see. Nice. Nice. I need to get some trimmed up. You can go see my girl, Christina. Yeah, my, actually, I, I got a, I got a wreck. I got a couple of wrecks to work through. So the problem, you know, so here's my thing. Here's my thing with getting recommended things that are a little bit more personal. Like, like not just like, oh yeah, I went to that person once. It was really good. That's a good recommendation. If you tell me, oh, I've been going to the same person for all this time. And then I go to them because of your recommendation and I don't like it or I don't like them. It's weird. You know, why is it weird? It's just weird. It's it wouldn't be weird for me if. But it'd be weird for she, me. I'm not. I don't care about you. Oh, why would it be weird for you? She's just she's my barber. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> why would I care if you don't like her I, or you don't like her experiences? <laughs> I don't. Know. It's you fine. You know, I you know I've only eaten Chicago deep dish pizza once since I've been here. Well, why don't you get it again? Because like when you order it, they only give you pizzas. But mm. You can't get a slice. They're just like, no, you you get a 12 inch pizza, and I'm like, oh, but I don't want I don't want a 12 inch deep dish pizza. That's fair. Especially on a Thursday. The other night I got, I went to a tapas place. Is it tapas? Tapas. Delicious. I had bacon wrapped dates. Really good. I was like, I don't know what this is, but this bacon looks delicious. And I bit into (laughs) it. And then someone told me and I was like, this was amazing. Why didn't you tell me about this before? I might get a burger. I haven't had a burger since I've been here. I haven't had a burger in a minute. I got teased because of how often I order burgers when we go places. So i will go to these right. fancy restaurants, and I don't know what's on the menu. I don't understand anything. Or, like, it's it's like it's like a normal thing, but then there's a twist on it, and there's a bunch of words I don't understand, and I'm just like, yeah, can I just get a burger? I don't want to have to, like, Google half the ingredients on this stuff. You know what I mean? Are we good to have used the word virginity, like, seven times in this episode? <laughs> Is that okay? I mean, it's if you're gotta, offended if you're offended by grown men telling other people to defend uh, their to virginity... Protect- <laughs> If you're comfortable with it, if you're not ready, then you're not ready. What's so what's so offensive about that? I don't no no no, I'm just asking. I'm just like, is anyone gonna be upset? (laughs) I'm just gonna get more Chipotle, I know it. (laughs) My third time. That well, like when I come home late like this, like what is Morton's? Morton's a steakhouse, right? Yeah, they're expensive. Put it on the company card. I will. I do. (laughs) I only have so much a day and Morton's is gonna Uh, fill up that seventy five dollars real quick. Have you ever been to Morton's? Jesus. No did do a saltgrass though with you once? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We went to saltgrass. Miss Saltgrass. Boimler pulling one over on Mariner was probably my I don't was think just We probably didn't spend enough time on it. We didn't talk about this episode enough. It was just like, look, go watch this. Like I don't <laughs> I can't. We this is our shortest episode and it's our favorite. I didn't realize that was uh Mr. Combs. You didn't? No. Until like halfway through and I was like, man, why do I keep hearing this guy? What is this voice? And so I had to look, I went to IMDb and I was like, oh, oh, I knew he was going to be in the episode. And so I was like listening for it. Okay. I went onto Reddit and saw the official Easter eggs. And there was a bunch of stuff about some of the ships on the the planet. And I think that alien, the guy that was in the chair, isn't that the same alien from when Picard trips that booby trap? You I know don't what I'm rem- about? no. I don't remember that episode. Next gen booby trap ship. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's called booby trap. That's no called. good. Uh, That's good. <laughs> Excellent. So they go. I'm looking it up. Uh, this so, is when uh, he gets uh, rejected by LaForge. He tries to go out with Christy. It doesn't work out for him. Oh wait, the, is this the one where the promilians? No, they're not the promilians. I do remember this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Black (sighs) licorice. This is the first episode of Lower Decks to feature scenes on or near Earth. Oh, that's cool. Because they actually go to the Daystrom Institute. We had a runabout. I forgot about the runabout with the DS9. It wasn't... Uh, I think it was... I don't think it was a DS9 runabout, was it? I don't know if it was DS9. No, I just meant that style of uniform with the dark, like the, the black, with the gray Oh, we've had that. I thought that was the Titan shoulders. uniform. Yeah. No, but, no but, but that era uniform. That's oh, what I'm saying. okay. Sorry. It's always the first contact uniform to me. I, I don't, oh, sorry. Th- the DS9 uniforms thanks. are like the ones with the full colored top because that's where they were introduced. That, so I, that's just... Well, I guess later. Mm-hmm. I guess later. Deep Space Nine. Episodes. They do. They take the first contact. First seasons. Yeah. yeah. First con. Thank you. First contact. Tomorrow we're gonna try to go to this burger place for lunch called Ah Cheval or a Cheve or something like that. Okay. Uh, so we've fun. tried to go there twice, but both times it's been an hour and a half long wait. I see. So we're gonna try to hit them up <laughs> right as they open. I'm getting Chipotle. <laughs> I'm just gonna get. Some, I'm not gonna get the normal thing. I'm not gonna get a bowl or anything. They're just always the fastest. I can get them in 20 minutes. 30 minutes you know once it's all said and done was that a gumato uh it looked like it didn't it i think kind of yeah just with the horn maybe it's a reference to something else so <laughs> what's the big deal with the phaser rifles right well, you use two hands yeah. I'm glad they cleared that up. I mean I just I might just leave assume... us rambling on about this. Like I might just like fade out the podcast <laughs> and then fade it back in and it'll be like the sting is longer than the actual <laughs> the episode. The episode. Maybe. No, because like I always assumed that phaser rifles meant they just like had like a, a bigger battery. I they think they stronger. might also get more um frequencies, you know, because they're always trying to do like they might and they I've seen but I don't know, man. I've seen the pistols, the phaser the normal phasers, the handheld phasers, I guess, yeah. do like wide beam and all sorts of other stuff. So yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. No, I, I, I think that's anti- the... anti-equipment. <laughs> well, no, I, I think that's like the, I guess that's the joke that she's making is right. why would they yeah. use phaser rifles if the hand phasers do everything? But I guess in my head, I just always assumed that phaser rifles were stronger, better, faster. Stronger. Better. But they just aren't. They're <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm we'll gonna do carnitas instead of barbacoa this time. <sighs> do you still have that um that tornado that I sold you? Yeah. Do you ever play it? Yeah. Are you asking for it back? No. <laughs> no. I was just I was just thinking I mean, about it. I'll sell it back, it. back um, to you. No. 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 Not today. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was just I was just sitting here the other day and I was like, man, that was a fun guitar. Yeah, I really like slightly. it. It's real smooth. Uh, I'm gonna swap out the um I gotta swap out the tuners. Get some locking tuners. All right, I'm going to stop recording, I guess. (laughs) Okay.